What's up, Video Game Fury people? How's it going out there today? It is Video Game Fury coming at you here with another tidbit and news item to share for this week. I don't even know what week it is. What is time anymore? Uh, but we're here on the Anchor Podcast. Hope you guys are doing well out there. Um, so, the console arms race continues, it seems. Hot off the presses of last week, Microsoft buying Activision Blizzard. Um, you you kind of were thinking and anticipating uh, what is Sony's next move. Because obviously they can't look at what Microsoft's doing uh, with Bethesda purchase a couple years ago. And then again, just recently with Activision. What is their response to this? And we just found out yesterday. Sony has purchased Bungie for, what was it, $3.7 billion? Something to that effect? Now, I'm sure a lot of that money, like, that, that is way overpaying. But if you think about it here... Uh, they're probably accounting for inflation rates. Uh, that, the, the worth of them is probably going to go down pretty fast when inflation goes down. So uh, that's kind of one of the reasons they are where what they were bought as they were. Uh, and probably you could say the same for what Microsoft's been doing too. But that is a very interesting thing. And I, I have two, much, two things in mind about this whole purchase of Sony and Bungie. One is very interesting. Bungie, of all folks, twice already in their existence, their 30-year existence, they have wanted to get their independence and they got it both times they broke free of Microsoft after they delivered on stellar entries in the Halo franchise because they wanted to go out and do Destiny they had a partnership with Activision to publish that they broke from them a couple years ago because they didn't like the direction that they were going Uh, there was never supposed to be a Destiny 2 Activision's the one that mandated that Um, so they broke free from that and here we are, third time's the charm, I guess. They're trying again, and this time now they are under the Sony umbrella. I, I am very curious, and I, I haven't caught up on all the articles because I've been so busy with work, um, what the rationale is for doing that. So did they feel that they needed the stability to do so? I mean, I don't know how well Destiny has been performing, and I know they also are working on another IP uh, that's been kind of funded by uh, some investing from uh, NetEase. So I, I don't know exactly the logistical reasons, but you do got to think about where we are, and this is kind of what the direction is, which kind of pivots myself from what I was talking about last week when we were kind of previewing PlayStation in 2022. We all know about this uh, supposed Game Pass competitor in Project Spartacus that Sony has been working on, where supposedly we will get a lot of the backwards compatible games on there from PS1 to the 4, and even the uh, uh, the uh, the handheld devices and the PSP and the Vita. But they didn't. They you didn't think you would get the illusion that they potentially could do first would want to do first party titles day and date on the platform, or maybe that it's maybe it's maybe it would go on their platform, but after a certain amount of time. Because if you looked at Sony's strategy the last couple generations, they heavily push the first party games in in order to sell their consoles. Uh, and it's a strategy that's worked well for them in PS4, why they uh, outsold 10 to 1 almost to the Xbox One, and why they're pacing pacing very well right now with the PS5. But you got to think where we are right now, especially when you look at Microsoft, what they have done. Like, what are ways that Microsoft has been making these tons of purchases, including the last two being publisher purchases, this is really for them to fuel Game Pass. They need incentive. They need content to justify and tell their consumers, this is why you shouldn't stay subscribed with us. 
And I kind of look at the Sony purchase of Bungie and say, this is probably what they're going to try to do with Spartacus. Now, Jim Ryan has been very frank in his uh, in the interview so far, saying that all Bungie games will continue to be multi-platform. I think it's a smart move with Destiny, considering its uh, uh, pedigree being multi-platform as it is already. It's been established that way for the seven plus years it's been around. So I, I don't foresee them doing that per se, just as much as I don't foresee Microsoft really um, keeping Call of Duty exclusive to platforms. Maybe there's some of their single-player content and time-exclusive content on there, but they're not going to like push Warzone to just be on the Microsoft platforms. I just don't see... I don't see that with any games like Destiny, per se, and potentially new IP. I can see a case of time exclusives for, for a while, for now. Sony definitely seems to be on board with that when it's not a first party studio they usually sign those time exclusive deals like with the Knights of the Old Republic remake or Final Fantasy 7 remake for example um, so but it really at the end of the day this is I think this is the whole arms race to fuel their subscription service this is the model that we are now moving towards uh, in 2022 and beyond, every just like just like how movie services and TV services have moved on from the rentals, the rentals of the blockbuster days to the services of like Netflix and Hulu and Amazon Prime and HBO Max and so on. This is where gaming is going now. It is about Game Pass and whatever Spartacus is eventually going to be named and released as for Sony, and they justified that by getting Bungie in their docket there. Um, it's a very interesting strategy for them to do so. And I'm really curious to see what the response is next. I almost feel like we're not done yet. I feel like a lot of those rumors we've been hearing too, like, you know, we've heard many in a while, even if they're not necessarily true, there's always there's been that rumor always that Microsoft would purchase Sega, uh, Sony would buy Capcom, somebody would buy Square Enix supposedly here. I don't put a lot of credence into a lot of those rumors per se, particularly the Square Enix one. Um, but... You know, with the way things are going right now in this arms race between Sony and Microsoft, it wouldn't surprise me uh, if this is what's going to happen. Now, of course, next question is, well, is Nintendo going to do anything? I've seen that stuff show up on Twitter as well. I, I think Nintendo is in a completely different league, and, you know, they've always looked at, you know, where they are in this three-arms race as, like, the outsider doing their own thing. They don't really care so much about what the others are doing. I mean, if they really did, they would, you know, make their technology on par with those two systems but they've clearly depended on the blue ocean strategy for so long between the wii and now the switch that this is uh this is the way it's gonna go so i uh i'm very interested to see what goes next and i'd love to hear what your guys thoughts are about this too it's a very fascinating time even it may seem a little bit scary that potentially we may be consolidating the industry i think it's more about that these companies are trying to fuel their subscription services. And I'd love to hear your thoughts on that, too, if you agree or disagree. Let me know in the comments and the recordings. Hope you uh, have a good conversation from there. And, uh, yeah, that's all I got for you guys. Hope you're doing well out there, and we'll talk to you guys soon.